Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. Today I have an interesting topic for you that I've been studying all week. So what is the topic? The topic is Gnosticism. And why should you think be thinking about Gnosticism? Well, it's because it, it's a pretty hot topic right now and it's becoming popular. And, and the thing is, um, it's out there in disguises. It's not always called Gnosticism. It's kind of like how some people will sell you something and then later you'll find out, oh, this is that old thing again, you know. So uh, it's been sold pretty hard right now on YouTube and maybe even someone you know might be uh, interested in it and maybe you've had some conversations about it and didn't really know exactly what they were talking about. So I'm going to try to fill you in a little bit on what Gnosticism is and whether you should be paying attention to it or whether is it a good thing or not. So Gnosticism is an ancient religion and just ignore the dogs. There's nothing I can do about that. Um, it is based on a mixture of Greek and Roman mythology, Jewish myths, and even older pagan ideas. Uh, it developed at the same time that Christianity did. Isn't that interesting? So it, it was developed in a parallel manner alongside Christianity, but the early church fathers and the apostles called it a heresy. And they still do. And I'm going to about to go out there and just let my dog out. And if he runs away, oh well. No, I'm not really going to do that, but I don't like that barking. Anyway, so it was based on all these um, already existing ideas about how the world was formed, why good and evil exist, um, you know, the stuff that people have wrestled with since the beginning of time. And um, Jesus and Judaism, the Judeo-Christian belief system provides a certain set of answers to those questions. And, but the Gnostics have a very different set of answers to those questions. And that's why I would not, I wouldn't bother uh, going and studying it because it would be the same as studying witchcraft or Scientology or Mormonism. As a Christian, I don't think it is um, a worthy pursuit to to dive deep into heretical anti-Christian uh, religions that have a lot of like um, twists and turns, but let's just skip that part. Okay, so one of the tricky things about um, Gnosticism is that it uses a lot of Christian terminology. And you know, Paul warned us about how you know, wolves in sheep clothing would present a different gospel. And the Gnostic gospel is a different gospel. Of course, they say that their gospel is the correct gospel. Um, 
from my my research into it and from my own faith and my own experience in life my own experience in reality and just logic to me their their beliefs seem very sci-fi very kind of you know silly like if you know anything about mormonism you know that they believe that people are you know going to get planets and they have a lot of stuff that people think sounds very like much like a sci-fi novel well it's very similar the gnostic gnostic beliefs are very similar to that stuff and that stuff is is very pagan so to me christianity it makes a lot more sense i know non-christians atheists would you know say that christianity is just myths and fairy tales well the thing is it's all based on faith right so i i put my faith in the christ of the bible not the christ not the gnostic christ who is a very different being okay so some people have even tried to call in something gnostic christianity but that would be like calling um a democrat a republican they're 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 not this well that's a bad example <laughs> that's a bad example that would be like calling an apple an orange okay gnosticism and christianity they have nothing their foundations are completely different they don't come from the same roots okay um so it i think it's important when we talk about other religions and other belief systems um which there are many right um is that new ones are created all the time that are more that are really not new they're just a mixture a rehashing a remaking remixing of old beliefs that have always existed and that's what it how it is with gnosticism and jesus and christianity is was very different it was very different that's why it was rejected by so many people um because it was it didn't fit in with the rest of the gods and goddesses and you know those kind of stories christianity is very different people who haven't studied it people who don't believe in it they may not off uh, surface wise may not see the difference right but people who have studied christianity can see that the gospel of being saved by the life death and resurrection of jesus who was the son of god who who created the world while it may sound like a myth it's it's a very different way of being saved okay at least i think it's very different and a lot of other christians think it's very different if you don't okay but to it's all faith right and that's why i would not if you're a christian don't you don't need to go study in other faiths 
that are just going to confuse you. Would you go, would you start attending a witch's coven just to learn more about that? Of course not. And, and I don't think that would be a God honoring pursuit. And that's why I don't really recommend studying this, this false religion of Gnosticism. Um, however, I am going to give you some, some basics of it. And that's why I have this on my screen. And this is from an, an, a website called worldhistory.org that is like an online encyclopedia. And I felt like even though I had written my own 7,000 word essay, uh, I, I was like, you know, this article says it way better than I can. So I'm just going to read this. And, but before I read that, um, I'm going to tell you this, that when, when you're, if you do your own research, or maybe while I'm reading this article to you, just keep in mind that even though they may use same of the, some of the same terms, such as God or Jesus, they're not the same God or the same Jesus. And they also have their uh, whole own um, bunch of terms and names for stuff that Christians would consider the devil. And as you're going to see, some of them actually believe that the God who created the world was actually the devil that we believe is the bad guy. So you can see that it's a very different story. So let's just look at this story and this article here. Uh, Gnosticism is the belief that human beings contain a piece of God, which some call the divine spark. So as you can see, that sounds very new agey, right? And they believe that this divine spark has fallen from the immaterial world into the, the material world inhabited by humans and the spark falls into the bodies of some humans, not all humans. And they also believe that the material world, including our bodies, is, um, is evil. It's bad. So um, this spark has to uh, find find its way back to God, okay? But it doesn't, it doesn't know this, and it has to be awakened. And the knowledge that, that this, these spark people need is going to come from this savior from another world, and, you know, that kind of sounds like Jesus, right? So let me scoot this over here. Um, so... As it says here, these Gnostics were influenced by quite a few other philosophers and, you know, religious people during that time, including there was tons of other gods and goddesses. So Plato is the one who came up with this idea of um, that a, that God, because he's so holy, would never have created an imperfect world. So therefore, the world that we live in that's not perfect must have been created by someone else. And he gave this thing the name a demiurge. Okay. Um, it's, and as this article points out, 
Gnostic concepts mirror a modern school of philosophy known as existentialism, and you, that, which is also really popular right now among younger people and older people, some older people. So, the theology promoted concepts of radical dualism that govern the universe. Polarization such as light and darkness. I don't want to go too deep in that, um, but it's important to know that there's different kinds of dualism. Christians believe in a one kind of dualism. We believe that God is separate from humans, that the Creator God is His own being, and we were created by Him. We are a creation. We're not um, gods ourselves. That's one type of dualism. Um, and then there's monism, where people believe that it's all one. God, we're all part of God. So obviously that's not a Christian idea. So when I talk about dualism um, with or in regards to Gnostics, it's a different dualism. Um, so this goes on to say that the church fathers were the creators of the idea of heresy. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they may have coined the term, but uh, deciding what's true and right is wasn't didn't evolve didn't like just suddenly pop up with Christians. Um, okay, so the Gnostics. Here's another important thing to know about them: is they they use the Bible. For some of their theology but like I said they add other stuff to it but then they also use some some writings that they claim were that that are also as valid as what normal Christians <laughs> Orthodox Christians uh, think is valid such as the Bible as it's written they they believe that these other writings are just as important and they use them to develop the major parts of their theology and those and the interesting thing to me is that these a lot of these writings were discovered uh, by some peasants some people digging in Egypt and they found them in an earthen jar and there's all these writings that just so happen to confirm everything the Gnostics were teaching. Well, if you know anything about Mormonism, he found his so-called uh, Book of Mormon in a hole in the ground too. So to me, I'm very skeptical about these writings that were discovered in 1945 and were not even really talked about until 1970. To me, there is something very suspicious about how those writings just popped up like they did. But I haven't been able to, I've been too busy reading to read about that particular thing. But I just wanted you to know that the Gnosticism is based on all these different so-called gospels and books. And they, they are from people who were, who were with Jesus supposedly at the time, even though no one can prove that these were the actual people who wrote these books. Um, you know, scholars have examined them and so on, 
But then there's there are also parts of books that are in the Bible that have been taken out or that are in the Catholic Bible but not the Protestant Bible. So there is a lot of controversy over which, you know, sources are to be considered inspired by God. But it's not a problem for the Gnostics because they don't use the scriptures in the way that Christians do. For Christian, for Protestant Christians, the Bible is very important to what we believe. But these people, these Gnostics, believe that they are getting information directly from God and um, through spiritual experiences more than just um, the Bible itself. So that's a very big difference, right? Um, they also don't believe in the same things as far as heaven, hell, judgment, sin, um, the you know, uh, eschatology, like the end times, their entire doct set of doctrine is different than Christianity. So even though it, it, it uses the same words and it was invented at the same time or came to light at the same time, and it has, you know, a huge following, you know, there were a lot of people who were in that camp, just like today when there's people in different camps of Christianity. So I think it's important for us older Christians to realize that there's a lot of people who don't believe the same things that we believe. And um, the Bible, you know, Jesus warned us and Peter and Paul warned us and Jude, um, they warned us that there was going to be a lot of opposition to the message of the cross the message of grace, the message of that we are forgiven by what Jesus did for us. This message is not widely accepted or even known. Like, I think some people reject Christianity because they went to churches that did not teach the message of grace. <clears throat> so, if you're listening to this and you are interested in Gnosticism because you feel like it is more accepting or, you know, you, th you think that Christianity is a judgmental, angry religion or something, I urge you to listen to some different pastors because Jesus' whole message was, I came to rescue you. And... Yes, the Gnostics use some of Jesus' words to build their own version of the story, but to me it just sounds too much like a, a science fiction novel or, you know, Greek mythology, which it was, you know, created during that time period when people were literally worshiping gods and goddesses in temples in <clears throat> awful ways and you know so this article goes on to talk about Gnostic rituals and how they believe that um, humans are were originally created to be androgynous and there's a lot more that I could say about the connection between <clears throat> um, like 
And when I first started studying this, I thought, oh, this this is the woke movement. This Gnosticism is very sounds very woke. But then after more study, I saw that they have some similar like complaints about this world. They don't like this world the way it is. And they don't like the, the religions the way they are. But their ultimate goals are very different. So, um, you know, while they, mo they both like have in common, they're very feminine, feminine oriented as opposed to male oriented. And they're kind of anti-sexual and, and, or androgynous or they want to eliminate genders and, you know, things like that. Um, but they diverge in many areas. The one thing that I am afraid of with this Gnostic thing and the woke thing is um, they, they both seem anti-life. And I, I worry that people who get too deep into this Gnostic stuff on YouTube could start to think that killing themselves was a good idea because if the world is so evil and the goal is to reunite your spark with God, wouldn't the, you know, that be the right thing to do, right? So I'm not sure. I haven't like looked into, hopefully they, in when they have their little YouTube videos and stuff, hopefully they say, don't do that. But I just worry that people who might be on the edge might take that that idea too far and you know decide that they're ready to take their spark and leave and and the same thing goes with the woke movement is you know it is also leading to a lot of people having that idea that this world is just too unjust too unjust and too unaccepting and too uh, unequal and they're just not gonna live here anymore you know and that's the wrong thing to do. And that is, Jesus would have never encouraged anyone to do that. That's why I see that Jesus said that he came to give us abundant life. He came to free us from slavery to the fear of death. So obviously death was never considered a good thing for him. And death is actually talked about quite a bit in the Bible and people that fear it can you know can live their lives around that fear and Jesus wanted to free us from that so I mean Jesus has so many good things to tell us and I you know I was reading something about shunning and the Jehovah's Witnesses and and I was just thinking how um, Yes, Jesus did say, you know, if you have a family member that is turning against the faith that you should not associate with them. But I don't think that's being, I don't think the way the Jehovah's Witnesses is doing it is what Jesus had in mind. Je Jesus was talking in a time period when it, it was just, I don't think that's what he meant. He He's trying to protect new believers from being influenced by um, non-believers and not the church like just like turning its back on children, you know, 
cutting people out of their lives in that in that way it's not the same thing so you have to be careful about religion and religious um, dogmas um, Jesus is Jesus does have you know certain things that are true about him but not everything you've heard about Christianity is true about Jesus that's what I'm trying to say so read your Bible for yourself pray and ask God to help you understand it and find out you know if you're already following um, some other belief system maybe Gnosticism find out if um, you know if Christianity might actually have something to offer to you if you were hurt in a church you know possibly really hurt badly um, it could it could be hard for you to consider you know um, returning to a church but there there's so many different ones available you know so give Jesus a chance <laughs> because he may have been sold to you the wrong way and um, even in my old age you know I'm still learning and I'm learning how Jesus loves me way more than I ever knew because I was so hung up on the rules of how to be a good Christian that I I missed how much Jesus loved me and that I can trust him and I can stop trying to make him love me he already loved me he died for me and he offers me forgiveness when I mess up that's another thing about Gnostics is they believe in that you can be perfect I don't see that happening and I see people who try to be perfect self-destructing so anyway there's so much more um, about Gnosticism but I don't really think it's important to, to go any deeper than that so just remember that it is not Christian <laughs> so thanks for tuning in to blue skies and green pastures and if you like this video I hope you will subscribe and um, give me a like and leave me leave me some comments so ciao